Oh boy, do we have a big episode today. Thank you for listening and watching. I am Lamar Townsend. I'm a psychic and energy channeler, a tarot reader, and an astrologer. And in this video, I will be doing an energy channeling on Alexander the Great, a la, or with also Cleopatra the Seventh. This is very exciting, so make sure you follow, like, subscribe, share with your friends and family. Um, make sure that you check out part two. Part two of this video will be on Vimeo as well as YouTube for members only. So if you would like to see part two of this video, become a member of my YouTube channel by clicking the join button right next to the subscribe button. All right, if you don't see it, you should go on a laptop or computer or something like that. Um, and you'll be able to see part two of this video by joining my YouTube. Also, make sure you follow me on my social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, my podcast, which part one will be on my podcast, on Vimy, or on Spotify, Google, Apple, and more. Also, make sure that you keep in mind that there is a scam going on right now with my Instagram and with my um, certain social media accounts where people are trying to steal my name and likeness. I only have one account on each of my social media accounts. Lastly, if you would like a personal reading from me, I am available for personal readings and I would love to read for you. I do psychic tarot readings, astrology readings, birth chart readings, and more, as well as past life readings. Check out my website, lamartownsandtarot.com. This is my website, so once you've reached this page, you know you're on the right page. All right? You can go right to the store section on my website, lamartownsandtarot.com, to directly purchase your reading. I do all different types of readings. I do birth chart readings. I do candles. I do past life readings. I also do um, psychic tarot readings and um, tarot classes and dream interpretations. I also make scarves, and I currently have evil eye bracelets on sale, and I sell black soap, which is an amazing soap uh, for eczema, dry skin, and acne. It's made of all natural ingredients only, and it's literally the only soap I use on my skin, my face, my hair, all right, and all of the above. I use it as a shampoo, too, so it's a really good shampoo. Okay, so we're here to read on Alexander the Great. If you don't know who Alexander the Great is, when it comes to ancient Egypt, Alexander the Great is to ancient Egypt, literally a god or a deity, all right, and all in himself. Now, Alexander the Great was actually a person who lived, um, who became deified once he passed away because he accomplished so much in his life. I was literally, okay, so the reason why this reading is happening is because I literally had a client on the phone. Um, I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is because we talked about this already. Um, I had a client who got a reading from me maybe like literally 30 minutes ago, um, and she was asking me, she she was really into my ancient Egyptian content that I've been posting lately, um, which I'm really appreciative. I love that you all love the, the content, like the ancient Egyptian content that I've been posting because I'm literally entrenched in that culture, you know. Um, but anyway, she was like, one of her main questions, I don't want to put her out there of the reading, but one of the main questions that ties into this video one of the main questions she was asking was she felt really connected to ancient Egyptian culture, but she didn't know why. So, of course, my job as the reader is to figure out why, right? So, okay, long story short, we figured out that, like, she seemed to have some sort of connection to Alexander the Great or Alexander the Great wanted to work with her. Of course, Alexander the Great is a big part of ancient Egyptian culture. When we think of ancient Egypt, 
one of the main things when it comes to ancient Egypt is the great place of Alexandria, which is still here today, Alexandria, Egypt. Alexandria, Egypt was actually named after this guy here, Alexander the Great, all right? Alexander the Great, I believe, conquered the, the area of Egypt. So he ended up owning the area of Egypt as well as the large part of the Middle East and other areas in which he conquered. I mean, literally every war that this guy fought, he pretty much conquered. Now, it is kind of a mystery as to how this guy passed away. Um, it is also a mystery as to technically when he was born. So I do hope, Alexander, a la Cleopatra, that you are able to bring forth some information about you and about just the culture missing information. But anyways, to make a long story short, it's short, it turns out that my client had a connection to Alexander the Great. And um, the main thing when it came to her connection to ancient Egyptian culture was that Alexander the Great wanted to work with her in order to teach her about ancient Egyptian culture and to teach her about her purpose in life because there's a connection between the two for her. Long story short, it also ended up that Alexander the Great came through for both of us in the reading and he also wanted me to channel him. So here I am ready to channel him. I'm a little bit nervous because usually I'm, we're just used to talking to Cleopatra, but here we have another guest. So we welcome the legendary, the amazing, the incomparable Alexander the Great. I feel like we should clap or something, right, Cleopatra? You know, she's. this is someone that Cleopatra looked up to, all right? This is someone that Cleopatra was, like, was taught about when she was growing up. So this is a big deal, you guys. The first thing I'm going to do is cleanse the energies and go ahead and um, make this a sacred space for Alexander to come through, to come forth, all right? Thank you for cleansing and clearing the energy of this space. Thank you for allowing Alexander the Great to come through and relay any messages, information that he has to relay to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for making this a sacred space for Alexander and Cleopatra to come through and inhabit. Thank you for protecting my energy, my thoughts, my mind, and my emotions. Thank you for protecting the energies, thoughts, minds, and emotions of those watching this video. Um, in Jesus' name, I pray and thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. The first thing I notice is that he's a little shorter than I expected. I don't know if I expected a tall giant, but for such a man of his magnitude, I guess, he's a little, he's about my, my, my height. Like, you know, like 5'8", five, 5'9"-ish, five, all right, from what I'm seeing. Um, but what he... Lacked in height, he's saying he matched in in brawn. He matched in war or warrior energy. He says, um, he kind of takes a seat and inspects the area. You know, makes sure that it's up to his standards. Um, he comes with literally um, a shield in his his left hand and a sword in his right hand. Um, kind of saying that he's always prepared for battle. Um, he's a protector, he says. He says that he's similar on the other side in terms of the spiritual realm. He's similar to St. Michael. He's saying to the ancient, and he's kind of turning to me. He wants me to turn to him, I guess. He's saying, um, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. He's saying, um... 
to the ancient Egyptians. He's like, don't be nervous. I'm not going to hurt you. (laughs) But he's saying um, to the ancient Egyptians, and he's going like this, to the ancient Egyptians, which tells me that you hold the ancient Egyptians dear to your heart. He's saying yes, because they were the ones that embraced me the most. He's saying I was embraced all around the world, but the ancient Egyptian culture, and he's like holding his heart like this. He's like, the ancient Egyptian culture is the culture that embraced me the most. It's she's, He's saying, it's the culture where I was laid, where I was buried. And he says, where I, I still am today. Now, it's interesting because the big thing with you is that your tomb allegedly has been, like, not found or it's been lost. It's like a weird thing going on. It's It's similar between you and Cleopatra as well. Allegedly, her tomb hasn't been found. He's saying, he's saying we have been found. Legend said, legend has it that we have not been found, he says, but we have been found. He says the thing is, and he kind of points his sword up in the air. He says the thing is, is that we are a part of the ancient wonders of the world or the wonders of the world. So he says, can you imagine if the world had known that certain people in power, certain people are privy to where he kind of points to himself where I am buried, or he kind of points to Cleopatra's picture where she is buried. She's saying still to this, he's saying, I don't know why I'm saying she, he's saying still to this day, there are stories and rumors and different um, cultures and subcultures and things made up about both of us, he says, me and Cleopatra, but a lot of it isn't true, he says. He's pointing to Cleopatra and he says, I knew her. I worked with her. So what I think he's telling me is that Cleopatra must have invoked you when she was alive. And he's shaking his head like, yes, she did. She, He's saying she was Pharaoh. And he's kind of looking at the camera like, you forget she was Pharaoh. So in order to be a powerful ruler as she... You have to invoke someone like me. You have to be taught about someone like me. He's also saying, now bear in mind as well, she comes from a lineage connected to me. He's pointing to Cleopatra. She comes from a lineage connected to me. He looks at the camera. Story goes, he says, that one of her general, or a general of mine, her father actually, or grandfather, something like that. He's kind of goes like, I don't know at this point. He's like, her father, grandfather, great-grandfather was one of my generals, he says, was one of my people. And when he he kind of does this is in terms of like his right-hand people, like someone that stood by his side. 
And she's saying, he's saying, so she has a direct lineage to me. He says. And then she says, and then he says, which is why I came to you, but he's pointing at me. He says, a lot of ancient Egyptian pharaohs revered me. So he's saying, if you think about that, if there were ancient Egyptian pharaohs who were, who were amongst the most powerful culture still standing today, revered me of all people and deified me, made me a god. What do you think that says about me, he says. He says, I was a great ruler. He said, I believed in education. He says, when the great library of Alexandria was burned down, I cursed those who burned it. He's saying Egypt, ancient Egypt, still carries my bones, he says. Ancient Egypt is still a part of my blood, he says. He's saying he was named after some sort of constellation in the sky. Or he's pointing to like some sort of constellation in the sky. And he's saying that, that something about some sort of constellation in the sky was, pro was a prominent part of his life. Like, maybe he wasn't just some form of astrology or astronomy, or, like, he looked to the sky as his guide. I think that's what he's, he's kind of shaking his head yes, and he's saying, I look to the sky as my guide. He points the sword up in the air. He's saying I was an intuitive. I was an empath. I was able to feel. I was connected to the moon, he says. I was connected to the sun. I understood, like he says... The simple things in your world, he kind of looks at me like when the, sun, when the sun rays shines a certain way, he says, I understood the meaning of that. You know, I understood that, you know, the, the, the sun rays shining a certain way or the moon moonlight shining a certain way meant, you know, different things. It meant like, be careful of charging ahead or don't go ahead. Or it meant, you know, we're going to be okay. You know, it was different circumstances, but it, he was, he's kind of, He's kind of going like this, and he's like, the earth, the moon, the world, like, it talked to us. He, like, it communicated with us. He's saying, like, that's how I became so powerful. He's looking at me. He's going like, that's why I, and he's going like this, that's why I resonated so deeply with the ancient Egyptian culture. Because they understood that. They understood the elements of air, earth, and water, and how it communicated with us, how it helped us win battles and wars, how it helped us overcome and conquer. And he's saying as well, like, that's how as well I was able to overcome and conquer all different areas of the world because I understood the elements, because I understood just because it's rainy and wet in this part of the world doesn't mean it's necessarily the same, rainy and wet in this part of the world. And what you need to master is the element of water, 
and battle in the within the element of water and then battle within the element of air or fire or you know like the, she's he's kind of saying like there's different elements and <clears throat> he's going like this I was very wise or smart for my age I don't understand he's like I don't understand why people didn't understand this he's saying like if if it was very windy and there was a lot of sand like you had to alter your your battle and you had to alter the way you 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 trudged ahead like if it was raining or snowing then you had to also alter the way you trudged ahead but the war never stopped the show had to go on he says you just altered or changed according to the elements according to the way the world worked He's saying it was a big deal when I passed away. They didn't know what to do with my body. He's saying they didn't expect me to die or they didn't expect me to pass away. So when it happened, it was like, what do we do now? He's saying that's why there was also no sense of recollection because he says I trained my men to keep going. I train my people to keep going forward. He says they carried on my legacy. And he says, and they carried on my legacy by moving forward. He's saying I taught them that. He's saying in hindsight, I wish I would have, you know. Understood more the importance of writing things down and. He's kind of saying, but that's also what the the Library of Alexandria was for, all right, was writing things down and remembering things. And um, making different things accessible to his people. He's saying one of the biggest things he had over his opponents was his education. Was his education specifically of he's kinda he's kinda going like you would be surprised how many people own land or are in politics or own a country and don't even know how the elements of that country actually works. So he's kind of using the example, say you have someone ruling a country that is very heavily, you know, altered by summer heat. But that specific ruler is used to working in elements or countries in which it's winter, winter, you know, solstice or winter constantly all year round. He's saying they're not going to know how to navigate that terrain. He's saying a good example would be um, in Texas. What's his name? Um, when Texas had the big snowstorm, Ted Cruz, right? He's kind of going. Did you know Texas also has a an, uh, connection to ancient Egyptian culture? I I kind of did know that. I I've heard that before. I think I've heard that through Cleopatra.
He's saying the biggest thing I'll leave you with, he says, and then we'll get into part two, is the biggest thing when it comes to overcoming and conquering your opponents is to be smarter than them. She says, know them better than they know themselves. He's saying, that's how I conquered all, he says. I was educated, he says. Before I went and went even to conquer a territory, I educated myself on the territory. I studied. I learned the culture. Not just the different ways to, you know, kind of sneak in and get into the, the, the encampment or get into the country and invade it, but also just like how to kind of, he's saying, um, how to get become a part of it, how to pass within it. You know, how to um, assimilate, all right, so that you don't, are not seen as a foreigner or an outsider, which makes your goal even that much easier. He's saying, and he's saying, I didn't always seek to conquer everything or everyone, by the way. Sometimes I literally just wanted to learn from people, but I always stood on guard and I always stood on the principle of anyone can turn at any moment. So he says the biggest thing was always education. All right. <clears throat> so he's saying my last words are, you know, pay respect to your teachers, pay respect to your elders. These are the people who reared me up and helped me to become great. Alexander the Great, he says. Cleopatra, do you have any words? She's just kind of sitting back and she's kind of like, She's like, nope. She's saying, I studied this man. I looked up to this man. So she's saying it is an honor to have him here. We're going to end that there and we're going to get into part two. Thank you so much, Alexander the Great and Cleopatra for bringing him through. Thank you so much for having a conversation with us and taking your time to be here with us. Thank you for listening and watching. If you would like to see part two, definitely check out my website, lamartownsandtarot.com or my Vimeo, B-I-M-E-O.com slash lamartownsandtarot, which is on my website, um, the link to it at least, or become a member of my YouTube channel by hitting the join button and choosing a tier and becoming a member. See you in part two. Love and light. God bless and no stress. And once again, thank you so much, Alexander the Great for your wisdom and knowledge. Education is key.